You have just tuned into Art and Soul, hosted by Axel Bless. What's up, my beautiful bliss heads? It is I, it is he, it is she, it is we, it is they, it is me, your host and your creator, Axel Bliss. And for this episode of Art and Soul, I am all by my lonesome because Fancy Keith is finishing up her debut album and she needs to take some time off to give you guys a wonderful body of work. And trust me, you will not be disappointed. Her shit goes hard. I'm telling you, like, every song's a bop. I kid you not. Like, and that's not because that's my grand's and my friend and my business partner but she is a very talented young lady and you'll see so be on the lookout for Fancy Keith's new album coming soon and also I created my own personal merch Bliss Heads Apparel we have everything from t-shirts tank tops hoodies like, I designed everything myself. Like, my own little personal design. A little personal touch. So we're going to look out for that, too. Blizzard's Apparel. Okay. So, I just came to chop it up with you guys because I know I've been gone for a little minute. But, you know, when life hits, baby it hits hard and especially with me it's like life be like oh bitch you doing good okay well let me throw a couple of obstacles your way bitch and let me see what you do with this and trust me life she wasn't playing this time she threw everything at me (laughs) everything but you know like a bad bitch that I am I just, you know, like, bob, 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 then weed, and bob, 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 then weed. And I made it work. I'm making it work. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm making it work. But I'm here just to chop it up with you guys and to talk a little bit about um, holding people accountable and, um, not allowing people to treat you any type of way because lately I have been um, I have been walked over disrespected uh, overlooked and not for nothing like this is just the story of my life but as I get older I'm starting to um, realize, like, you just can't let anybody and everybody do what they please, you know, like, you can't let people treat you the way, you know, they they want to treat you, like, people gotta, like, have some accountability, you know, and also, you gotta have accountability for yourself, too, you can't treat people like shit, neither, remember, you have to treat everyone the way you want to be treated and not for nothing I'm I'm learning that because I used to you know treat people any old way and talk to people any old way but you know as I got older 
I just realized like that's not that's not you and you know I want people to respect me and treat me right so I gotta do the same so I've been I've been doing that and um you know putting boundaries um you know setting boundaries for everybody in my life because lately I've just been feeling like the people has been so disrespectful and it's, it, it may not always be like malicious disrespect it can be like unknowing disrespect but you have to know your worth and just you know hold people accountable for the way they treat you and the way they make you feel no matter who it is it could be your mom your pops aunt uncle sister brother cousin lover fuck buddy (laughs) you know like just everybody you know because at the end of the day we all we all are human beings we all have feelings and we all want to be treated you know right we want to be treated right we want to be talked to right you know, we don't want to be looked down upon and we don't want to be overlooked or invisible. So, you know, as, as I'm getting older, I'm learning that I have to treat people with kindness so I can get the same kindness back in return. And it's been, <laughs> it's, it's a roller coaster. I'm not going to hold you. It's a roller coaster. But it's okay because at the end of the day, I'm teaching people how to treat me. And sometimes you have to teach people how to treat you. You know, you're not the same person you was three years ago or five years ago or even yesterday. You know, you're not the same person. Everybody is changing and evolving and um you know, and growing. So you have to introduce people to the you that you are today and not the you you were yesterday. So you have to set boundaries, you know, with the people in your life. You have to hold people accountable and you also have to hold yourself accountable when you do some fucked up shit. You know, you may not know or it may not be your intentions to do some fucked up shit to people. But you have to take accountability. You have to uh, take a step back. You have to listen when people tell you, you know, how you made them feel. And you also have to apologize. And it's not, you're not apologizing, you know, because you, you're soft or, you know, like you're, you're you're afraid or anything like that like you're apologizing because one everyone has feelings and you may have hurt someone's feelings so you apologize for that reason and it also it shows the type of person you are so don't ever be um you know like not prone to apologizing um, I hate saying sorry, so apologize. You know, and, and be and be sincere when you apologize. And all and also 
you have to know what you're apologizing for. And if you don't, it's, it's fine. You know, you can say, well, you know, I don't understand what I did to make you feel this way. You know, even if they explain it to you, you don't, you still don't understand. You have, you know, the right and they have the, the right to and to, you know, be considered that, um, you know, you, you, you're trying to, you're trying to, um, you know, right your wrong and, you know, fix whatever it is you've done. So also, so always be sincere when you apologize and remember just to always treat people the way you want to be treated because, um, you know, when I was younger, I was a handful like I used to talk crazy to everybody you know I never really cared about anyone's feelings and that's because growing up I was I was a hurt little butch queen you know just out here angry hurting people you know hurt people hurt people so as I um as I got older and um I experienced a lot of things and um you know, I, I learned from a lot of my mistakes and a lot of the things that I've been through. I um I learned to um I learned to um understand and listen to people when they tell me things and not to dismiss people's feelings. And um also you have to set boundaries for the people in your life and you also have to hold people accountable and hold yourself accountable as well you may not um it may not be your intention to um hurt anyone's feelings or you know do something that comes off malicious but you have to you know take accountability and you have to listen and understand that we all are human and we have feelings and sometimes it all it takes is an apology you know so I say that to bring y'all to this so recently I took I made the decision to um, stop communicating with certain family members because I felt I didn't feel I was being disrespected and um, you know my feelings was being hurt intentionally so, backstory: one of my family members is homophobic, and he intentionally, um, when I come around, makes me feel, you know, out of place and bad, and you know, he just he just makes me feel out of place when I'm around my family, and I don't get it because at the end of the day. You know, we're all family and understand, you know, my lifestyle may not be your lifestyle, but at the end of the day, we are all the same. I'm I'm a cisgender man, just like he is, just because I, um, you know, I identify with non-binary, that does not make me less than any man that was born a man, you know? And uh, a lot of straight, a lot of straight men, um, a lot of straight men, they, um, they don't respect gay men or 
you know, queer, queer identifying um, men. And they, they um, regularly, you know, um, dismiss them or dismiss their feelings or, you know, make them feel some, uh, some type of way. And um, this family member intentionally does that when I come around. And it's, it, it's like he makes it his business to single me out but it's 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 so subtle that maybe on the outside we're looking in you know the regular everyday straight person may not get it but me and him know what's going on and he knows what he's doing and he knows how he's making me feel and you know it it really don't make no sense to me because at the end of the day, we're family. I know um, just to some people that, that don't really mean anything, but in my family, it means a lot because I have a big family and we are like, we really um, close and we stick together. But um, in this instance, it wasn't given that. And it, it just made me feel really really low and I know people may not understand or let me be very clear my family may not understand what I have to go through um, you know on my day to day dealing with society straight society and you know their perception of me and my lifestyle but it's a lot to deal with you know, on a day-to-day, and when I come around my family, that's like my safe haven, it's my happy moment, you know, like, they're my tribe, so to be, um, to be treated, you know, a certain way when I'm around them, it really gets to me, and when I leave them, and I feel that way, and I'm, you know, I come home, and, you know, I'm doing my own thing, I bring all of that, that toxic energy back home with me, and it's very emotional, and a lot of times, you know, I'll cry, because it's like, you know, I I just want people to love me for, for me, you know, I want people to just, just love me, and I don't understand why me being gay and my lifestyle has any, anything to do with anyone else because I'm not I'm not bringing my lifestyle, you know, and throwing it in anybody's face. You know, I'm just I'm just naturally being me, and um, yeah, it, it really hurt my feelings because um, I just felt like. I didn't have no support in that instance. Like I explained to, you know, certain people how it made me feel and how it affects me. And it was just like, you know, you just, you, you, you're, you're just like brushing me off you know, brushing my feelings off, like, my feelings don't matter, like, what I'm explaining to you guys doesn't matter, and 
that really bothered me because I look up to, you know, the older people in my family, and, um, and you know, for, for, for great reasons, because they are um, good role models, you know, at times, and it just made me, like, see things and see and view them differently, and even that part really hurt me because I would I never thought that I would view, you know, these certain family members, you know, the way I was viewing them. And I just I decided, you know, like I'm too grown, I'm too old to allow anyone to mistreat me and make me feel less than because I'm more than a conqueror. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, like, I, I, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm too great of a person, and my heart is too big, and my spirit is too pure to allow anyone to make me feel, you know, less than, especially around my tribe, and um, <clears throat> it, it really hurt me to the core. So I decided that I was going to, you know, draw my line in the sand and stand my ground and stop um, interacting with certain family members that, you know, didn't speak up for me and didn't um, tell this certain family family member, you know, to, you know, chill out, like, leave them alone. And that's basically all I wanted was you know, a conversation, you know, um, hey, you know, you're, you're hurting your feelings, like anything, you know, just a little support, because in my daily, I do everything alone, you know, I live by myself, I pay my own bills, you know, like, I do everything by myself, and for myself, and if it was just a regular person in the street, oh baby, it would have been on and popping. People that that know me in real life know I don't tolerate any type of disrespect from anyone. But again, I'm too old to be out in the street fist fighting and, you know, catching cases. Been there, done that, tired of it. You know, I, I'm getting too old for the same old shenanigans. And it's like, nobody's going to feel sorry for a grown-ass man that's sitting up in jail because he didn't fucking, fucking wild the fuck out. You know, like, no, nobody's going to have sympathy. You know, when I was a teenager and, you know, younger, when I wilded out and stuff and I explained, you know, to my family members what it was, okay. You know, a little sympathy there. You know, you got to protect yourself. But, you know, as an adult, you have to also know how to control yourself and control your emotions. So, um, I'm learning that, and um, I'm doing very well with it. Um, other Other than being, like, super emotional... Because, like, now that I'm older, I'm super emotional. Like, a lot of things that wouldn't hurt my feelings hurts my feelings. 
and that's because I don't put like me attacking people and being violent and choosing violence was my shield because I knew that I could protect myself and I can do it very well so now that I don't have that shield you know protecting me I feel you know I feel all the emotions and I take it personal um, you know when certain people do it <clears throat> and um, a lot of people may not understand that and a lot of times people don't know what you're going through you know on your day to day or just you know in your head period I suffer from depression and at this particular moment I lost somebody that's just very very close to me like I've learned literally everything good from this person which is my grandmother rest in peace Nanny um yeah I've learned everything good from my spiritual background to um like morals and just um just um just carrying yourself with some um dignity and respect I lost that you know like my grandmother is my source of everything and I lost that so in this these these particular times you know it's it's very dark for me because I don't have that that go-to anymore you know I can't go lay on Nana's lap and get my head rubbed with some um you know blessed oil and I can't get those those prayers those those powerful prayers that just touch your soul and that literally goes to God as soon as she opens her mouth like I can't I I can't get that anymore and it's it's really hard for me to um to deal with the fact that you know my my homie (laughs) my homie's gone you know like the person that loved all of us unconditionally no matter what we could bicker fight you know be addicts uh just prostitutes like just saying like our nana she loved us unconditionally and she prayed for us and a lot of her prayers is the reason why you know um a lot of us is not in a fucked up situation from either with either when we were in a fucked up situation or now in a fucked up situation like those prayers has got us together and I don't have that but um one thing I do still have is my faith in God so you know I pray and I meditate on the regular but it's it's, it's not the same because I just don't have that I just don't have that anymore so 
a lot of the times, you know, the things that I deal with in my personal life, it hits a little harder because, you know, Nana's out there to pray and to make me feel better. So I'm fighting all my demons all alone. Well, not alone because I'm never alone. You know, God is always with us no matter what. But I just don't have my Nana anymore. And, um, you know, this the fight is a little harder, you know? It's a little harder. But I'm still going to fight and... I'm still going to have my faith and I'm still going to believe but what I won't do is let anybody make me feel like I shouldn't be around my tribe or make me feel some type of way when I'm around my tribe like you know like it's a fucking hassle or an annoyance um for me being around, you know, just my whole existence is just, it bothers them, and I'm not gonna let nobody, um, you know, get away with making me feel like that, I don't have to be disrespectful, I don't have to choose violence, but I can speak my mind, and I can, you know, say how I feel, and leave it at that, and, um, I was just looking for some support, and I didn't get it, and um, I I went about things you know, wrong, you know. I, I I said and did some things that I shouldn't have said and did. But at the end of the day, you know, I was angry and um, I was hurt. And you know, hurt people hurt people. But I stand by my decision because I'm teaching people how to treat me. So if you're not gonna if, if you're not gonna stick up for me in my head, you feel the way that he feels. If you're not gonna say something about the homo the, the, the homophobia that's being thrown my way, then you feel the same way too. And I'm not gonna stand for it. So, I don't have to choose violence. I can just remove myself. And that's what I chose to do. And it hurts, most definitely. It hurts to the core. But at the end of the day, I'm standing 10 toes toes down from mine. And you're you're gonna respect it. And if you don't, then hey, we don't have to be around each other. It don't matter who you are. It don't have to be no, no disrespect. I can just remove myself like I don't even exist, like you don't exist, like we good, like I see you, we see each other, you know? And um, the pain, I'll, I'll take that pain. I'll take that pain. And um, sometimes, a lot of the times, I want to just, you know, pick up the phone and call these, um, these family members and apologize, but it's like, what am I apologizing for? Like, you guys should be the one, the ones apologizing, and if you don't feel like you need to apologize, you guys should be the one 
to want to sit down and have a conversation and listen to what I have to say so you guys can understand where I'm coming from. But, you know, that it, it's, it's not happening. Like, every day I pray that it does happen. But it's not happening right now. And God willing, it will. You know, um, one of my family members, when I was trying to explain, you know, the situation, she equated her job to my life. So, she said, do you know how many people on my job do not like me, but I still go and I still work and I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm there to work. And in my head, I cringed because you equated your your job to my life, to a human being. Like, you, you really equated your your job, your the people that don't like you on your job, to my feelings as a human being on this earth, that really like it. It, it <laughs> to this day is like mind-boggling because they were dead serious, and that just tells me that. I don't care about your feelings. Like, your feelings don't matter. Like, you don't matter. You don't matter. So suck those feelings up and let let your family members disrespect you and make you feel some type of way. And you can go home and you can hate yourself for being who you are and you'll be all right. But people don't realize that's why a lot of queer, gay, transgender um, people commit suicide or they have drug addictions or just addictions in general because people say and feel the way they feel about them. Like, they don't care about their feelings like this like you're not a human being and a lot of LGBTQ people like we take those things depending on who it is we take those things in those situations and we turn it right back on ourselves and we we self-destruct and you know we turn the drugs we turn the sex you know we we just self-destruct and we do things that is not good for us because if my family members hate me or if, you know, the world hates me, then I hate me. And a lot of us is not shown love or given love like the way that it should be given and shown to us. So it's just a lot of misplaced um, feelings and a lot of times we don't know what to do. And so we go to the drugs and, you know, we go to the sex and we go to, you know, the the self-destructive things because that's all we know. And and in those times, those self-destructive things make us feel 
good about ourselves without feeling good about ourselves, if you get what I'm saying. And I, I can speak to this because I was addicted to drugs and every day for me is a battle because I, I'm dealing with depression. I'm dealing with, you know, just every day, every day, um, life struggles and trying to be sober at the same time. But me, I created certain outlets that makes me not want to do the self-destructive things anymore because, you know, I didn't like the way I felt when I was, um, you know, doing drugs and I didn't like the way people viewed me. So, and then I didn't want to let my family down. So I created outlets like my podcast and my company to, um, you know, get me get me do through my day-to-day, you know, struggles. You know, I'm, I'm a big, big um, artist in art, basically saved my life, all type of art. It can be fashion, music, uh, drawing, and like all the forms of art literally saved my life because now when I'm in that low state, I turn to my art. I pick up a pen, open my book, I write a little song, write a poem, write a short story. I listen to music. You know, if I got the funds to, uh, I'm not gonna say throw away because I don't throw away money, but if I have the funds to spare, I shop, you know, shopping makes me feel good. Buy a little joint here and there. You know, I love my J's. But, you know, those are the things that makes me, you know, feel good. And it, it makes me not want to go and buy that baggie from the You know? So, a lot of people, they may not understand and... I really believe that people would understand if they just took the time to sit down and listen. And you don't have to tell them, you don't have to have a, a rebuttal for everything or, you know, like you just don't have to say a word. Just open your ears and open your hearts. And if you love that person, just listen. Listen with your heart first and your ears second. But that's my time. That's all I have to say. And remember, guys, treat people the way you want to be treated. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day, night, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. I hope it's great for you. And I hope you enjoy it. And if you're having a bad day, don't go and ruin anybody else's day, okay? Do something that makes you feel good, but don't ruin nobody else's day. All right, guys, I love you all.
The city's hot, bitch, but I'm cold as ice, though Bitch thought I was playing, guarantee she picked the right hoe uh-huh. Please receive a caution, pop my shit, but I could fight, though And I'm the type of bitch a nigga gon' lay down his life, for. They call me force like I was on that Mortal Kombat flow This bitch a boss and ain't a bitch out here can stop the throw I'm sliding from the North Pole, I'm in another time zone Too late, yes, I'm a pyro, hoes ain't fucking with my flow if Keats is in the mentions, better been the typo I'm an evil genius, I've been looking for my white coat right. Chainsaw's bets a couple sticks, you better leave the knife that's home right. You thinking shit was sweet, I told you bitches I'm a psycho Stay down till you come up, that's the realest shit that I know I'm getting to this money and I put that on the bible Facts on TTG run through your city like a rhino Tell me why these other bitches keep on talking in a spiral I'm out here hungry for the money, y'all can keep the fame The finest wine, I'm elevating, every season change These bitches microwavable, be damned if we the same Got the gas, no gas, I'm knocking bitches out the game I plan a massacre for any bitches in my way I don't look nothing like I've been through, cause I eat the pain The money's always on the mental, I can't be for lanes And ain't nobody taught me shit, I know I got the streets to blame Ten toes, all I know is the struggle And I don't gotta flex, I get it all off the muscle Never folded, never fumbled, or forgot the hustle I got them looking for me like the missing piece of the puzzle uh-huh. I go to war, I'm for the face, these bitches pull up in huddles Make me go and grab my belt, these bitches all is in trouble Mind is on survival, bitch, believe my vision is tunnel Strip cold, fuck hoe, make residuals double, bitch